What's up, guys? It's me, AJ, and you're listening to Housewives Happy Hour with AJ. Welcome back, everybody. Um, Today, we are going to talk about Atlanta. And there's been a lot going on with Atlanta in the last couple weeks. Um, And I'm breaking down episodes 9 through 13. Yeah. Through 13. Um, So a lot's happened in the last five weeks with Atlanta. So let's dive right in. So I'm going to take you back to episode 9. And if you remember, this was just right before Strippergate came out. So um, first of all, I just want to say um, my opinion. So on on kids with this specific group trip, um, I think Portia was being a little hard on Kenya only because I feel like Kenya... She doesn't have the help that everybody else has. I mean, Portia's got her sister, she's got her mom, she's got Dennis. So it's like, it's not like Kenya can just leave her daughter for a whole weekend while they're filming, you know? So I get Kenya bringing her daughter um, with her on the trip. I don't really feel like it pulled her away that much. I feel like she was still very much involved with the trip because the nanny was with her. So, um, yeah, I don't see the issue with that. But yeah, I did think it was a little, you know... It was a little unfair for the ladies to come after Kenya for that, only because her situation is different. I am, however, glad that Candy stood up to Kenya. I don't want to say stand up because I don't feel like Candy's really afraid of anybody, but I'm glad that Candy was the one to go to Kenya and say, look, like, you know, you're being a little too controlling on this trip or, you know, you're um, you're not being a good hostess. I I appreciated that Candy was the one to do that because I feel like Candy has more of a gentle approach with Kenya, whereas some of the other ladies are very, um, (laughs) visceral with her. Um, and I mean, look at that. She did get an apology. Um, actually the whole group got an apology from Kenya. So I think in the end, um, you know, right before the stripper, you know, all that happened, I think that Kenya, was on a good foot with the ladies. And I think she took that extra step and said, you know what, I'm sorry for, you know, um, being disconnected or, you know, bringing my daughter or whatever, but I don't have the help and luxury that most of y'all have. So I get it. And I respect Kenya for that. So moving on from that, we move over to episode 10. And that was the beginning of Strippergate. Um, And if you remember, it was the dramatic opening with Kenya sitting there and she had a cigarette and... (laughs) I mean, they all kind of had, like, a dramatic opening that episode, so it was kind of weird. So, um, I didn't take much notes during the episode, only because there wasn't much to note. Um, I was just trying to kind of take in all of what was happening and, um, kind of watch every single angle of who was doing what and when they were doing it and who went to bed and who didn't. So, um... I think, you know, you all saw what I saw. So it wasn't super confusing as they were making it out to be. Um, Obviously, you know, the party went on after the cameras had left. There was house cameras. They've caught noises. Um, And yeah, that's that. (laughs) I don't think there's really a rhyme or reason why Kenya is playing detective in this situation. Um, If somebody had to ask me, I would just say it's just because... It's Kenya. I mean, she's shady. That's just who she is. Um, truthfully, I think it works for the show, and I think it's great because none of these, none of these women really bring anything that's 
I don't know, like, I feel like she brings a different level of shade to the show. It was kind of like a Nini thing where, you know, you don't really know what their purpose is on the show other than to just cause the drama. So I think Kenya kind of took that role over a little bit. Um, so yeah, I don't really know why she's playing detective other than the fact that she's just a shady person. I, I don't know. <laughs> so also during that episode, we got to see, uh, an apology being shared between Marlo and Kenya. And I actually thought that that was a real genuine apology coming from, or spanning from multiple seasons of drama. I, I don't know about you guys, but I think that there was some res- resolution there, uh, the timing was a little weird only because Kenya was kind of at odds with most of the women on the trip. So it was a little odd in the timing, I do have to say. However, um, you have to remember that Marlo and Kenya have been friends for a long time. They've done and said a lot of shady things to each other. So, um, but I, I think, um, I, I still think that they're good friends. I think that they just, um, you know, they just keep getting on that wrong foot over and over and over again. And, Marlo really fucked up when she, you know, said that comment about her mom that they kind of played in, in, um, in like a flashback, if you guys remember that from many seasons ago, um, that was just, I think that was like the tip of the iceberg for Kenya or, and yeah, for Kenya. And then it just kind of, you know, everything after that was just super shady and, you know, they could never get on the right foot. So I do think that that apology was genuine and it was kind of nice to see that because I'm kind of tired of seeing Marlo and Kenya fight. I don't even really know what they're fighting about at this point. I think they just didn't like each other. So I'm glad that they're both on the same, you know, level now and hopefully they won't, you know, hopefully they'll align in the future. I mean, I hopefully they'll stay aligned is what I mean. So then we move over to episode 11 and that was kind of the finishing of the, um, South Carolina trip. And, um, I do have to say that I think LaToya kind of flipping the switch with Kenya was a little odd. Um, I don't know if she was just trying to play to the group or what was going on, but she had already made it clear that, you know, well, she already made it clear that um, she wasn't a part of that, but I don't know why she was then going above and beyond to make sure that Kenya looked like an ass in front of the group. I just think it was disloyal of her as a friend. Um, and I think Kenya definitely felt that too. I mean, she made it clear. (laughs) So I know y'all are probably going to ask me, who do I think, you know, was in the room with Bolo? And I honestly, I mean, Tanya came out and said that she was in the room with Portia and everybody else's stories line up except Portia's. So it could only really be Portia and Tanya. Um, Portia, it's, I don't know why she doesn't just own it because it's not really that detrimental for her to sleep with a stripper when she's not even really with Dennis. So that I I don't understand. Tanya, I do understand because she has a fiance that she's been engaged to for a while and that wouldn't be a good look, you know? But, um, I, I I don't know. Yeah. It's just kind of weird because no one's, I, I mean, I know that Kenya's playing detective and it's annoying, but it's like, why doesn't she just own it and say, yeah, I had, I had a fun night with the stripper. I'm not ashamed to say it. It's my business. I don't want to talk about it. But instead, she's just, like, going off, and I, I don't know, it's it's going completely left, and, um, yeah, it was just, it was going in circles, basically. I didn't really have any other notes for that episode, other than the fact that Mark is an asshole, and I'm assuming it's because, um, in reaction to Kenya going to her lawyer and having that sit-down with him about, um, how Mark is requesting alimony now after, I, I just think it's stupid. I mean, they've only been in, married for, like, a year and a half, and I, I mean, it's a joke, really. It really. I don't even know why they got married, to be honest. So then we move on to episode 12. 
And if you remember, it kind of um, picked up uh, with Kenya having a sit down with Drew. And I, first of all, I was a little confused. I didn't know why Drew was kind of like creating drama with Kenya. Um, because, I mean, I know that she was a little upset about the, the drama of the stripper thing. But I didn't know that it really... I didn't really... Know, I don't really feel like we're pointing fingers at Drew. Because she had already said that she was in bed. And she didn't say that she had slept with with the, you know, Bolo. She literally just said, I was dancing with him and whatever. And my husband knows about it. So I, I didn't think that... I don't know why she's kind of making this whole big deal about it. Um, but, um, so they ended up having a sit-down dinner. And it didn't go good. <laughs> so I know Drew is new to this group and everything and the crew. But um, if I could tell her one thing, because I was kind of... I, I wanted to tell her through the camera, was that um, Canyon never understands other people's perspectives. So, um, you know, she kept saying, but if you were in my shoes, if you were in my shoes or, you know, if this, if this were me or whatever, she's never, ever going to understand somebody else's perspective. She's just one of those people. Same with like Nini. They just, that's how they were similar in personality. They never put themselves in other people's shoes. That's just not what they do. Um, and that's not how they argue. So I think in that sense, they were just not going to get anywhere because I feel like they were going in circles with that whole conversation. I mean, at this point, Kenya should have just allowed the kids to come on the trip because, you know, we were, I was watching that episode and we had already squashed, you know, that and she had already apologized or I don't think she apologized, but we had already finished that conversation. Um, and, and Drew had still brought it up that she would have liked to bring their kids or whatever. And I'm just like, okay, Kenya at this point should have just allowed kids to come on the trip if that's what they wanted. And, you know, then we just, they wouldn't have had the bachelorette party for Cynthia and it's fine. Like they just, they brought the kids, whatever. So, um, cause I, I was just getting annoyed at that point. It was like, she had already, we'd already finished that conversation. I don't feel like we need to keep talking about it. Um, so yeah, Kenya should have just said, okay, yeah, bring all your kids if you want, whatever. And, uh, let me just remind you just because the reason that they keep talking about this and bringing their kids is because since they're technically, I'm, I'm quoting, um, since they're technically working, um, you, you know, their kids are not really supposed to come because it's supposed to be a girl's, you know, a girl's work trip. That's basically what it is because they're filming, you know? So the kids are not really supposed to be there. Um, however, you know, it's not like Bravo can say no. They're just, they're, they strongly discourage the, you know, the attendance of the children, um, which I agree with because I don't feel like we need to have, I mean, obviously if it's a family trip, like, um, for example, you know, like when New Jersey, if they have group trips and the husbands come, um, the kids never, you, you never really see the kids on the camera and on the show only because there's certain laws about filming with kids that they can't have them for a certain, you know, it's just, there's, there's, it's complicated. So it's like, you know, that's why Kenya had the nanny come and she didn't spend as much time with her daughter during the trip only because there's certain rules and regulations that they have to follow in regards to filming with the children. So the reason that they kept talking about it was because Kenya had brought her daughter and everybody else was wondering why they couldn't bring theirs. And it wasn't that they couldn't. It's just, it's just that it's like, it's like a silent rule that children are just not really allowed on the group trips because they're filming, you know? So anyways, other than Cynthia's wedding preparations for episode 12, um, one of the million dollar questions of the episode was who leaked the Bolo story to the press? Now, it really, it, honestly, I feel like it either could have been, um, I'm trying to think about this. 
I mean, definitely Kenya, it could be a possibility. She had already said that she wouldn't. Um, and it could also either be Marlo, um, which nobody was ever really talking about, or it could be a member of the team because that's just what they do in order to create the buzz on social media. Um, I don't like, so 60% of me, or I'm going to say like 65% of me believes that, um, that it was, you know, producers or film crew or whoever at Bravo. And then the rest of me believes that it could have been, um, you know, either Kenya or Marlo. I don't think it could have been any other housewife, but, um, I just, I, um, what makes me think that is because they like they try to create the buzz on the show so that people are talking about it, they get ready to watch it. And so I think it it kind of blew up only because everybody was talking about it and then they had to kind of talk about it on the show because they're like, "Well, who leaked this to the press?" and blah 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 blah. blah. And um I mean, obviously it wasn't uh, yeah, I mean, we could point fingers all day, but I I just don't think that um I don't 100% believe that it was Kenya. I just feel like it could have been an inside job, but not from Kenya. <laughs> so I'll finish off with last night's episode, episode 13. Um, wasn't much going on other than the beginning of the episode where Portia had that little get together and a couple of ladies started getting into it. And I just, my comments on that was, um, I know that Portia was trying to kind of make Marlo understand that Kenya's done some shitty stuff and everything. Um, and she was saying, and then Marlo ended up saying, you know, I... Porsche's not going to tell me who I'm going to be friends with, whatever. I mean, we know Marlo's pretty tough, but um, I just have to say, Portia in the past has been loyal to a fault. Um, if y'all remember with Phaedra a couple seasons ago, um, you know, Portia and, and Candy were at odds and Portia created a whole lie based on what Por- Phaedra had told her. I mean, Portia's definitely had her moments, so I don't think she's anybody to judge. I think it's very hypocritical for her to judge. Um, and... Um, so I don't know. She's so she's saying Marlo can be friends with whoever she wants, and then the argument shifts over to Latoya, where she's saying that you know I can't be friends with you because you're friends with Kenya. So it's like she's it's just it's a hypocritical cycle. I think um, that's what makes it hard for Kenya and Portia to be on the show together because they're such at odds that it's like anybody who's friends with Kenya is not friends with Portia or not as close with Portia. So definitely, I think now we're going to see a shift between Marlo and Portia now that Kenya has made amends with Marlo. So, um, but that's just, that's like the cycle of Atlanta. That's what happens. You know, every time somebody aligns, then it's like, it's, it's always a divide in the group, you know? Yeah. And I mean, there wasn't much to talk about last night other than Cynthia's wedding, which I did think it was very interesting, um, that they decided to include videographers footage for, you know, the wedding. I, I, I don't know. I mean, we've seen Cynthia have a wedding before. I mean, her her wedding with Peter was filmed on Bravo, and so I don't know why she was so set on having it filmed. Um, if I'm thinking back to October when like everything was, I don't really know the COVID stuff going on there, so I don't really, I can't really say that it was like a lot of people there or whatever. And I know that people were wearing masks and face shields and whatever. So I don't know. I just don't think that it was like the right thing for her to do, like to film that and and put it on the show, in my opinion. So, um, but, um, obviously, you know, that date ended up working out for her and, you know, she had a lot of people and I guess nobody got COVID. So they know of, so I guess we can't really complain, but, um, I just thought it was a little odd that like they said, Bravo couldn't film the wedding, but here is Cynthia's videographer footage. And it was like this professionally done like footage and everything that was included in there. I just, I don't know. In my opinion, I thought it was a little bizarre. 
Well, my friends, we have reached the end of this reaction. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, Atlanta has been a, like kind of slow in the last couple of weeks, but there has been a lot to um, to see, you know, especially with Strippergate and <laughs> these little feuds boiling here and there. But I do think we're coming up to the end soon, probably in a couple more weeks. Um, and then uh, I will reveal the uh, reunion looks when they when we find those out. Uh, I'll reveal the reunion looks on my Instagram, so uh, stay tuned for that. And um, yeah. Thank you guys so much for listening, and I will talk to you soon. Thank you guys so much for listening. If you liked it, please subscribe so you know when the new episodes are here. As always, send me a voice message if you have any questions or any drama you'd like me to address. Follow me on Instagram at AJ Jafari for updates on the podcast. Until next time, this was Housewives Happy Hour with AJ.